Go ahead, guys. Say something funny and say it. It's hard to know. I'm just surfing for sure, usually. Huh? <laughs> All right, guys. We are back. Episode number 43 of the Real Quick Mike's Week podcast here with Mark Bogutsky, my co-host, and the beautiful Anastasia Yankova, my girlfriend, and the co-co-host tonight. I like this co-co-co. Co-co-host? You like that? <laughs> yeah. Sounds so you might know Anastasia from Bellator. She's also a fashion designer. She's an artist and a content creating guru. Oh, huh? And a sculptor. Real fast, she's a sculptor now. Ugh, look at this. You can explain this, Anastasia. <laughs> do you want me to hold it or do you want to hold it? Oh, you can hold it. Okay, so <laughs> explain. She decided to sculpt things out of the blue and just made these from scratch like a week ago. It's crazy, huh? So explain what this is. Oh, it's um, longer story than you think. Well, can you summarize <laughs> so it? In like I a believe. <laughs> it's only an hour show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Just stop me. Then it's it me, will though. be enough. You can see that, right? Side profile. It's got your haircut. Yeah. So. so. Is she. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, hair doesn't matter in the no. chakras. Ooh. Chakras. Anyway. You know, Anastasia's quite spiritual, and I think that's pretty cool for her first one, huh? Yeah. Her first two. So, yeah. So, good but for you. if you just understand that it's not just, you know, it's have really big meaning to me because I believe that everyone who we meet, and especially our partner, yeah. so like a man for woman who, who we chose, it's um, your mirror. And uh, it's about. Take it like that. We all have black side and white side dark side and bright side right mm -hmm. and we all we communicated with people and especially with our closest people we reflected like a mirror each other and before you start blaming everyone around you have to see like what is what lesson uh -huh. these people give it to you see i should have known that before you I didn't just blame everybody around so you're not supposed to do that, is what you're saying? <laughs> it's always my fault. So if I drop this, you'll be upset because that means a lot. Yeah, be careful. You can drop you, not her. Yeah. All right. There we well go. Well done. So, Anastasia Jankova, <laughs> welcome to the show. How are you doing? Good, good. Nice to be here. And you were a guest last time. Now you're a co-co-host. It pays Sounds much more serious. <laughs> much, much bigger pay now. It pays really well, yeah. 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 And more cameras here, yeah. Greg here, everything Oh yeah, all, all the big guns for you, Greg, <laughs> Greg, Greg Blunt, Blunt right? behind the, behind the cameras and computers and GoPros and we got quite the tripod podcast, huh? Yeah, there's like quarter million dollars worth of equipment here. There's, it's not that much, but it's a lot. Quarter it's million. Well, it's well more than probably any other podcast, I think. That Joe Rogan one that he does. I think he keeps basic cameras, but I mean he could obviously he makes a ton of money. He'll learn. Yeah, we're overdoing it, I think. Yeah. Does he have a lion we in it? Two GH fives. We got three mics, huh? And he only has. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we have three. But he goes hosts. live. That's what we got to figure out how to do next. And we got to get. Know. You know. I think you can now that you have a thousand, or that we have a thousand subscribers. I think no, you can no, go we live. can go live on YouTube. We got to figure out how to make it in like a podcast setup where we uh. can actually film. Greg can cut back and forth and everything, on and, the then fly. and then yeah, and then it's live, and then it just stays on, so we don't have to do any editing, which obviously takes that sounds a while. We can do it. Yeah. We tried it once and didn't have internet connections. That worked pretty well. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. You need internet. That's crazy. That's, yeah, that helps. That helps. Speaking of which, coming from a while ago, 
Uh, how did the internet sound when it first came out, Anastasia? Because oh. she demonstrated that earlier. So listen to this. Right, here goes Anastasia. I'm about to sign on right now. AOL okay. right? in 1997. AOL. Okay, you will be mother who tried to call. <laughs> I will be this uh, <laughs> internet. No, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> you tried to call. That's it. <laughs> so That's you tried to get your computer. It. Patty. Okay, so ready? Do it. <laughs> The hell kind of internet you have in Russia? Is that Russian? <laughs> Sounds like a car accident going on out the window. It's dialed down. What right. was that? We didn't have that at AOL. It was just a very simple, like. <laughs> do it, do it. You try it. Yeah, now. Give it a go. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're making fun of her. We can't do it. Then you finally get connected and it disconnects. And you pick up the phone. It's like your mom. Like, that was a long time. Trying to call Aunt Patty. And you're like, Mom. I just signed on. It took me 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, how long did it take to download a song? One oh, song. Oh, God. How long was that? Like, it, I remember it would take like like five or ten minutes maybe. Or no, that, that may have been, I think that's when it was fast. I remember being excited when it took as long as the song was. Yes. Remember that? Yeah, three and minutes like song, six three minutes, minutes or five like, minutes. Oh, this is awesome. And it would take like 10 or 15 minutes. Now if it takes over eight seconds, you're like, come on, phone. Yeah. And you can download movies now, like full-on like two gigabyte movies in a couple minutes. It's crazy. Did you have phone like that? Oh, of course. I mean, not like, <laughs> not like uh, no, rotary. No, I don't remember those either. Well, that was before. That's like our grandparents. We had. I remember when we got the first new like uh, wireless, and had the extender you the pulled out, like this long. Yeah. Oh, we were so cool. What was cooler than slamming yeah. it down? When fast? you're mad. <laughs> oh, the good old days. You can go out of your house for like 15 feet, and you couldn't hear anything. Yeah, exactly. And then what about the, when we had beepers in, in, in school? What grade were you in when you first had a beeper? My first beeper, I was 16 years old. So it was right before we met, right after we met. No, yeah, before we met. Right after. I think you paged me once. 8008, I think I did. Eight boob. That's okay, boob. yeah, I forgot about that. Boobless was better. Yeah, we, we, had, we had nothing better to do than try to make words. We had no like phones to call back on anyway. Star 911, that means call me immediately. Yeah. So you had to go find a payphone <laughs> and put a quarter in. You know, there's payphones still in Thailand. There is? Yeah. Does that work? Oh, I, I've never tried. I don't even know how to begin. To True story. The last payphone booth I've ever been in was with Brennan Schaub. Believe it or not. What were y'all doing in there? Uh, making funny pictures for like one social media, I think. But we were at a uh, we were at a Marine Training Center in uh, in the mountains of America somewhere. I can't remember. if It was California or Northern Nevada. I don't know. It was like this big mountain. And me and Ben Henderson and uh, Brennan Schaub got sent by the UFC to go train with these Marines, and we had to like hike up this mountain carrying like this dummy and stuff and the marines like set it up to make us fell to show how hard they they worked and trained and we weren't letting them have it like we were holding your own oh we were hustling hard as we could and they did they you did know, good professional did good benson did really good man everyone did really good and we did it we, we impressed them and then on the way back we went out and i guess outside the base there was like an old like style and that was a long that was like 10 years ago yeah. and we were still like oh my god a, a phone booth you know it was still like crazy that's almost older than john wilkes booth Oh. Yeah, you have no idea who that is, do you? Yeah, I do know. Who? John Wilkes Booth? Yeah. Yeah, I know who that is. What did he do? He shot Abraham Lincoln. Come on, boy. Dude, you kidding me? Good work. Allegedly. What? No, no, no. That's not the Kennedy session. (laughs) I know you're a conspiracy. Yeah, there was a guy drawing it as it happened because there was no photographs back then, so. So instead of a mugshot, they drew him actually with a gun? (laughs) A thumbnail. It's a a guy, six foot one with a gun. What was the name of the uh, play he was at? Oh, come on, dude. I'm not. This ain't trivia night. Oh, okay. I don't know. Well, you tell me. An American 
Can you look it no up there? No way. Book? No way, dude. It's an American family? An American How did tragedy? they get to the president, though? Like, how do you just carry a gun right up to him and boom? Let me ask you this, because you probably know you watch documentaries It was in Ford's everything. Theater. That I know for a fact. Okay, so who was Booth? Like, was he... Uh, I think he was an actor. So how did he get... Because well, he had access to go... You know, it was well, at, he was a, it was at the Ford's play. Theater, and I believe he got access to uh, anywhere he wanted because he was a yeah. a thespian. Well, this might sound ignorant, but did he have a, a motive to do it, or was he just trying to... Probably just like every other headlines? asshole. Yeah, I think he didn't like... So strange for an actor free that's in the acting slaves in the play to just come up and shoot. What, huh. what was it? Our American cousin. Damn wow, it. that was close though, bro. Damn it. Not bad. Not bad, dude. Now I know why you kill it in trivia night at the old pub with the chaps. Every Thursday, Thursday night. night. Green, Green Man. Yeah. Shout Thailand. out to Howard. <laughs> Are they a sponsor now? Be ready for uh, four oh, hours, though, because it's it. not a quick trivia night, huh? We should ask them to sponsor it. Who? Green Man. Sponsor what? Our podcast. Oh. Well, they should after that, huh? Yeah. I People mean, are flocking to Green Man right now. I mean, half of Thailand's probably reading or watching this. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, it. I'm sure half of them. I doubt they're reading it. Um, yeah, so we'll get into the podcast yeah. a little bit more. Um, so I, I, we'll get over the, the big headline. We don't need to overdo it, I think. Connor and Khabib, you know, it's kind of winding down a little bit. There's been a little, a little bit of quiet and, or silence. And then... Uh, I'm sick of it. Connor issued his whole, the classic statement of, you know, let's all be one. And you, it's, it's so fake. Like, like, just stick to it or don't. It's my opinion. Like, does it really make a difference to you if someone comes out and says something crazy and then they come back with an apology? No. Like, does it really mean anything? No. It doesn't mean anything because that's somebody telling him you need to apologize. He did it twice this time. He called uh, Khabib's wife a, a towel and then followed that up with a goat. Yeah, it's dumb. So he obviously didn't make a simple mistake. It was two different days, I think. Yeah. And then before that, he did all kinds oh, of stuff of course. before. So it's just like, just, like I, just you, run with it and just, you know. Like, I miss it when he was funny and witty. Yeah. And I'm getting kind of tired of him a little bit. It's not, yeah. I think everybody is. I heard he lost like 1.2 million followers after that or something. That's know. what I heard. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the exact figures I, I, of. I'm sure that damaged his. It's just why do you say dumb shit? Yeah. Well, the point is, is like, yeah, I mean, he used to, like you say, he used to be witty and funny and, and interesting and all that. But now it's just like, especially after Khabib exposed him, you know, for not being this warrior from Ireland that fights to the death and all these taps out quick. You know, it's like he, and I'm not trying to, you know, bag on Connor. I think he's a great fighter and he's done a, a ton for the sport. But after he exposed him, you know, after he came out with all that shit talk before the fight and then just didn't back yeah, it up whatsoever. I think his, his shit talk doesn't have the same effect, which is why I think most of the guys he probably fought, like those high-level guys like Holloway, Poirier, and all those guys, maybe even Alvarez, I don't know, but I think a lot of those guys will beat him now huh. because I think they were they were putting him on too high of a pedestal because of that, that talk and that he put fear in him a little bit, right? He got him off their game. Whereas now, they're not going to be off their game because they saw him get exposed. And how many times does he tap quick now? I mean, you, you, he gives up. So it's like now that's been exposed too. So now, now you go out there and you know all you have to do is push this guy and make him quit. And then he'll quit. Well, what's, what's weird is like we kind of hold him to a higher standard. Be, I mean, it, to me, it's like Michael Jackson. The dude allegedly, most likely, I believe, you know, <laughs> was a pedophile, you know. And just because he had a, a two number one hits in 1984 that we should be like, oh, well, it can't be. It can't be. You know, McGregor's a great fighter, but I mean, you know, the rape allegations, what he says, you know, all this dumb shit, throwing the dolly and all that crap eventually it's just like hey, who cares if you can fight if you're a piece of shit human yeah then you know i mean who cares if he can fight who cares and, if he's and with what yeah and with what happened in uh new zealand i mean recently it's yeah. like why would you do something like that i mean you gotta think these guys that go in there and shoot people and, and these hate crimes and all this kind of stuff they're they're like sparked by something mm -hmm. right they're sparked by somebody probably an influencer somebody they look up to or somebody important that says something to get you all like you know what i mean like yeah. 
for him to have the the voice that he has and the following to say something like that derogatory toward you know islam and, and a religion like that like that's just it's gonna it could spark something right and you're doing it to make money on pay-per-view but mm-hmm. what if that gets somebody killed what if that sparks somebody to oh yeah you know and they go out and do something stupid it's like it's a pretty selfish thing be, to do yeah you gotta be careful when you have such an influence like that and then do dumb shit and bottom line i don't think you should insult anybody but the person you're fighting i mean yeah. the wife has nothing to do with it the his religion father. yeah i mean i even khabib said as good i will never make fun of his father because i've never met him yeah you know i mean that I don't know. I'm so, I'm so sick of McGregor's. Everything Dude, that surrounds him. I have met Khabib's now, father, and I'll say that I think Conor have a hard time beating him up, too. Is he one of those I think Khabib's father beat him up as well, so he doesn't realize that dude's tough, man. I would He's assume tough. that if you make your son fight a bear, I mean, I'm sure you didn't make him, but at some point maybe he fought a bear, too. Yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty serious. They're tough over there, man. We see it all the time here. These guys coming from Dagestan. Fighting bear, I wouldn't even fight bare knuckle. Yeah. Oh, good segue. Bam. Nice. Boom. Bare knuckle fist bump. Bring it in. Bring it in. That's from years of podcast. <laughs> so anyway, we're done. Yeah, let's get over this, this Connor stuff. Who cares? It's, it is what it is. Classic Connor. I think he's making a lot of mistakes, and uh, it's going to hurt his brand. It's going to hurt his, his value, and that's enough about that. He's coming out of retirement. I mean, that 10-day layoff he had. Yeah. So that's... <laughs> so anyway, uh, bare knuckle fighting. We just watched the bare knuckle FC, I think, five. five. Yeah. And uh, Anastasia watched a little bit. What do you think? Yeah. First of all, what do you think about the bare knuckle uh, fighting organization? Ooh, it's really tough. It's crazy. It's every fight ending with uh, these crazy bloody faces, and it's really tough. I watch so many MMA fights, and it's hard to like uh, surprise me with something, right? Mm-hmm. But it's tough. Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, like if you're if you're not looking to get your face messed up, don't go there because every single fight, everyone left out had scars. Yeah. It's like you can't go in there. I mean, those guys look. Man. That's not a sport where you can fight like four times a year. No, there's no way. Well, the point. I mean, you could, but the oh, point well, is yeah, your I face mean, is done. Yeah. Like if you care about your looks and you're trying to like use fighting to branch off maybe into movies or something else later on, that's not the one for you, man. I mean, I've had 15 UFC fights. I got a couple little scars. Every single person that walked out of that that freaking squared circle, as they call it tonight, had worse than me. Well, whether they won or lost, it's f- brutal, man. I think I, mean, I only saw that I came in on the last fight. Yeah, Lobov versus uh, Jason Knight. Yeah, and uh, they both had broken noses. Oh, it's crazy! And it's just like, and you never broke your nose. Fifteen fights. Yeah, but look at and uh, all your amateur fights. Look at Knight's face, man. I know. I mean, he must have had ten cuts on his face. His lip was completely open, and like it was almost like a piece of it went out. He was spitting out his teeth. Yeah. After the first and second round, and he still says he's going to drink Patron tonight. Yeah, he was a, ready to party. I don't know what that would. What do you like think about that fight, though? Cuts. So, to give you the results, uh, Loboff won that fight, according to the judges. What did you think about that? I came in. What you a, saw the, the, uh, last the, the last three or four. I saw the last like thirty seconds of the first round, and then, and then it showed the replay yeah. of getting knocked. Uh, Lobov got Lobov, whatever. I'm sorry, got knocked down twice. Yeah, and then it, I thought it was pretty back and forth from what I saw. Mm. Now. Obviously, Lobov won decision uh, unanimous, right? 48, 47, 48, 47, yeah. 48, 46, yep. if I remember correctly. Yep. And uh, from what I saw, I mean, I thought it was pretty pretty even. Could have been a draw, but I guess they're trying to pump up this fight, you know. With Polly. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, we can touch on that later. But to go further, I mean, the uh, guy you fought fought as yeah. well. Yeah, well, I want to say first that uh, 
yeah, I mean, Lobov won, but it wasn't like spectacular. You know what I mean? Like, it was decision. He's a brawler. He was keeping his hands really low. Like, I mean, it was. If I was Polly, who's pro- probably, fight, I guess he's for sure fighting Lobov next. I mean, it would be, you know, I'd, I'd kind of like snicker Licking at that a little chops. bit. Yeah, I mean, but I will say Lobov has power. I mean, if he does connect to Polly, I mean, he could put him down. But I think in a technical fight, it's going to be an easy fight for Polly, in my opinion. But uh, hats off to Lobov for being tough, man. And, and Jason Knight, too. Both Holy of them, shit, man. man. That was a hell of a fight. It was a slugfest, man. They got into a couple brawls, and it just, man. Like I said, I thought it was, I mean, I love fighting, of course. You know, I wouldn't be here, but that to me is almost a little much to watch because it's bad, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, like I said, I was feeling bad for for night. You know, I mean that. You know, I have nothing in you know, no vested interest. You know, in that fight, obviously, I don't yeah. really, I've never met either guy, but man, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. That was uh, yeah. and then you said I didn't know this, but you said some women fought on there. Yeah, we watched yeah. we watched the the girl fight. I can't think of who it was, um, but yeah, it was pretty. Brutal. I remember I said it during the fight. I was like, "Man, this is, yeah. this is rough." Like when you see girls fighting in MMA back in the day, it may have seemed rough, and then as the sport evolved, it was fine. But watching two girls fight and bare knuckle, it was it was pretty savage. Well, think of what like I they're saw. just smashing each other in the face, and and you're not used to seeing girls get hit in the face, you know, and their noses and face and their eyes getting busted up like that bad, yeah. blood everywhere. So it's just like it's kind of like it's kind of still new, even though in MMA you see it, but it's not it's not as like this. Well, her whole eye was cut open. It was yeah, like, it's, like I said, I mean, it, I don't know. Kind of tough to watch. It's crazy that it's sanctioned. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, I mean, it's it's not any more dangerous, I think, than MMA. It, you get cut, you hurt your knuckles, but it's like, I mean, you can knee in the face, kick in the head, elbow, and everything yeah, else. How in many MMA. Like, broken orbital bones are there in MMA? One out of every 150 UFC fights? It's more padded, yeah. This has got to be, it looks like every other fight. I mean, I mean, you can lose your eyesight pretty, pretty bad. I mean, I, you know. Again, whatever. It's what's crazy is I thought that they'd at least wrap it with something. Yeah, they just wrap the wrist with bare knuckle. I mean, that's yeah, the yeah. whole point. I get it. I get it. But I mean, it's just it's not for I, me. I would. Yeah, I would. I'd be so afraid to mess my hands up. And then your hands are cut and bruised, and you're having to keep punching the guy in the face, and his face is cut and bruised. Like oh, it was just you, a bloody mess. You do it for a million dollars, one fight. Who? Whoever. This lion. Anybody. Like someone <laughs> in his first dollars. fight or something? Yeah. Well, not like you know, <laughs> a nine-year-old child, but I mean... I mean, it would have to be a competitive fight, man. I really don't have any interest, to be honest. Yeah. I, I don't have any interest in fighting bare knuckle. Would you ever do it? Hmm. A million dollars? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. She wouldn't <laughs> for a million dollars? No. She I'd fight my dad for a million dollars. Who would win? My dad. Good follow-up. <laughs> my dad yeah he knows i'd pay 39 bucks to watch that all right we well that's in the middle though actually it was 29 bucks for this uh, bare knuckle what do you think about that so the price 30 it seemed, bucks it seemed kind of high for a, a like an internet stream it i think even ufc's end. are 24 or 29 online like on fight pass well and you couldn't even uh, rewind it and you couldn't rewind it you weird. couldn't pause it or nothing because i know you wanted to show me some of the other fights and it's yeah. like i you kind of high kinda i paid you know so you got the money but it's just like i think that was a little high for a streaming and we only cared about two fights that we knew. I mean, yeah. not that the other fighters weren't good, but we didn't know them. You yeah. know, it's like they're good in the. I guess they're known in the. the we know it's just circuit. setting up for next, next one. I'll I'll buy that one too. Yeah. You have to now. But I think they should lower the price to get more buys overall. I mean, that's still. But I mean, I don't know lot. what they're paying these fighters because, I mean. Yeah, but if they don't have enough buys because it's too expensive, they're going to lose what I'm money. Saying. They can't say, "Look, we're going to pay you a hundred grand," and then sell it for nine ninety nine. That would just, they would never be able to pay it, even that one yeah, guy. But it's, it's in numbers. I mean, if a ton of people bought it, well, I know. then it'd make more money well, than if it. less people bought well, yeah, it. But 30. this one, I mean, besides the main event and the other yeah. one, uh, co-main event, I mean, I don't know. And like, we're going to the co-main with uh, a man I fought, as you yeah. said. 
Chris Liebman have a little experience with that. It was 15 years ago, maybe. Maybe, man, when was that? We fought for the WC World Championship in 04. And, uh, man, I can't even think of the city. It was an Indian casino. It was, it was 03, 04. A lot of them were back then, huh? Yeah. The fights in casinos? The Palace Casino. No, not that Is that one. because there's no, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, commission jurisdiction on those things? Just the Indian reservations had... Uh, control of their land they could like the yeah the, like they could the state of, couldn't go in there and like yeah. do, i don't know whatever it was but how professional we, were those we fought a lot it was good i mean it was you well, didn't really in the early days but it was wc that was a good show and i didn't really notice any difference between that and the ufc i mean the, the level outside the cage but inside the cage it was about the same you know the ref and i think mine was it could have been stopped too early with leaving i mean he hit me i it went back and forth i got out of a rear naked choke in the first i don't know how i even got in it and then uh and the second I had to go out strong with my punches and, and I landed on him in the classic lead, but I didn't know at the time, you know, when he gets hurt, he's just as dangerous. And I kind of wobbled him back a little bit with my punching and then just kept going at him like I always do with my hands, you know, kind of just flurrying. And uh, he caught me with a, a nice hook, I think it was. And it was left, the left hook? His always, yeah. Because he's left handed. Yeah, right? he hits hard, man. And it hit me behind my ear. So it was like an equilibrium type punch. So I wasn't like, it wasn't like a rock, like I was knocked out. It was like a, you weren't sleeping, but. I was like spinning, you know, and I hit my knees and I just started grabbing for his leg. And then, uh, Josh, was it Josh Rosenthal? I think he stopped it. If, if I'm remember correctly. And it was a little early stoppage because of the equilibrium. Like I could have well, we regained can. my, uh, my composure and, or, or my balance and everything. Cause I grabbed his leg, you know, and then I was going to hang on but either way i mean i was out i mean i can't yeah. blame him because i did fall down dramatically and like, well, it did you, look I pretty mean, bad as you're seeing tonight the dude hits hard so he hits I mean, really he took hard one of his best shots yeah. when he was in his prime i would have or you know yep not when he's he's got to be what 38 now something like that he was 38 tonight yeah but anyway he looked uh good so moving on from that fight where he beat me <laughs> uh, we went on the ultimate fighter together and stayed in the same house we tried to fight what we I think he agreed to it, but his management didn't. But we were trying to get that fight in the early days of UFC, but they would never that. agree. So I could never get that rematch that I really wanted. But, um, yeah, since then, he's doing really well. I saw him at the reunion show for a tough in Vegas for the dinner, and he's clean, no drinking, no drugs, no nothing. And you saw him tonight. He looked he looked ripped and uh, more ripped and in shape than I've ever seen him, I think. And, of course, he just did what, he's, yeah, what he does. Knock out some of those demons, you know. He went through basement, like, and it was like 25 seconds and just completely demolished him. So he's 2-0 and in that. Yeah, two, two demolishes. Phil Barone first, and then Baseman. And something to note about the first fight, uh, it was a different organization, the Bare Knuckle one that uh, Lieben signed. So when I was at the Tough Reunion in Vegas, um, Lieben was getting ready for a, a Bare Knuckle fight against Barone. I was like, really? They still do that? I had no idea that they were doing these shows. He's like, yeah, man, they paid me a lot of money. I can't say no. So I was waiting for it. And then we watched it. You know, um, I just showed Greg again a couple days ago. And it looked professional. It was like really nicely done in a ring, cameras. It looked professional, right? Well, come to find out, apparently, Lieben suing the guy who ran it for not paying him. So apparently, he was uh, promised ninety thousand dollars. Yeah, ninety thousand bucks. So he went out there, trained, went out there, fought, did his job, beat Baroni, and didn't get ninety thousand dollars. That's, and I know from similar things in different situations happening where you think you're going to get a large amount of money and it doesn't come through for whatever reason. That sucks, man. That's a lot of cash. It sucks. Like, so he's suing the guy. Unfortunately, the guy's in uh, jail right now, and he's on his way to prison for like real estate fraud. Shocking. Mm. 
So he seemed like such a stand-up guy paying his fighters. Yeah, so he's not going to get it. So just an interesting note that that just came out, uh, I guess today. God, Ninety grand, man. Yeah. So then he followed that up by signing with a new organization, uh, Bare Knuckle FC, and then he got his first win. So I guess he's getting back some money. Which is why they're and charging thirty. Didn't have, yeah, he didn't have to work yeah. hard to earn it. I mean, it took him twenty-five seconds. So. Well, good for him, man. It's good to see that he's clean. And I know y'all kind of mend your relationship that was on the on the show. You yeah, yeah we get along now. Well, maybe I'm on the podcast sometime. Let's get him on. Yeah, you went to Iraq with him and stuff. Yeah, right? we went all so. over. Uh, I don't think Iraq. We went through Europe and Germany and. Well, that's way different than Iraq. No, we went through more of the Europe. Oh, you're Africa? Not, you're I can't. I don't think we went because I went to Iraq a few times Djibouti? and I went to Afghanistan. I don't think he, I don't think he did the Iraq thing. That I went to Djibouti, so Iraq, Afghanistan, Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan. I went through everywhere. It's crazy. Any other uh, yeah, I'm sure. Can you name one more? Because we didn't go, we didn't fly into well we didn't officially fly, fly into Afghanistan. We had to go through uh, another country, so we got our passport stamped into that country and then slid with the military into hmm. Afghanistan. So I don't have like a Afghanistan stamp on my passport or anything. Not a lot do. Yeah. Think. But uh what do you think about that fight with Lieben and uh Baseman? It's start super fast and both of uh, them was just go forward and not like uh, any like you know sometimes they start like a yeah carefully and especially without gloves for sure you start careful but not this fight. It was just go there and who I guess was stronger with hands, more powerful, just ended it super fast. Are you proud of me for, for lasting longer than that guy did tonight, fifteen <laughs> years ago? <laughs> well yeah. <laughs> I mean uh. No, uh yeah, and, and another thing to note about this bare knuckle FC is they start you like in the UFC, you come to the middle and you shake or whatever, you touch gloves and they make you go back and you have to be in your corner or they won't start it. In the bare knuckle FC, they make you start in the center. You have this small little circle, and you have to be in that circle. So right when they say go, you're like a jab away from landing. So they're just like, like rock'em, sock'em robots. It's crazy. I can't believe you can't elbow. That just seems like... It's boxing, though, dude. It's it's, it's, it's it's boxing just with no gloves. You know? Well, boxing, you don't elbow. It's not called bare knuckle boxing championship. It's bare knuckle fighting championship. I think boxing's with gloves. That's why. Well, I mean, the sport is with gloves. You know what I mean? Like, so they can't call it... When you shadow box, do you wear gloves? Huh. Yeah, sometimes. Do you wear gloves on Boxing Day, December 26th? Hmm. Do you know what the point of that day is? In, in, in Thailand? It, it, well, everywhere around the world except for America. Well, well, Apparently you're not supposed to drink or do anything in Europe and all that shit. Canada even has Boxing Day. Really? On Christmas, you're supposed to wait until, the, like, don't clean up all your trash from your presents and then spend the whole next day drinking and cleaning up your trash. Oh. Canada, Boxing Day. Or it, now it's obviously in England. I never heard too. about it until I came to Thailand, actually. Yeah. I always see it on the calendar when we were kids. I was like, what the hell does this mean? Hmm. Yeah. Obviously, it's a pointless holiday for us. But yeah. anyway, that's just a fun fact for you, huh? Well, nice. Well, thank you how for much, that. How much do you <laughs> learn being on this show, huh? Oh, so much. So much. Thank you. Do you know when the best time to buy a house is? Um, when you got the money? April 1st through the f- 7th. Mm. 14% more houses are sold that week than any other week in America. All right, trivia night. <laughs> That's not trivia. That's just that's financial. We're a financial uh, podcast. Did you watch a documentary last night about it? No, nah, I read it in USA Today. Oh, you read USA Today and yesterday. Stop. Yeah, we have an app on your phone. Yeah, no, I got it delivered from. I've never in twenty five years seen you pick up a newspaper in my life unless you were hitting something <laughs> <laughs> or delivering them. Really, with yeah. my paper route. Yeah. What was I drinking during then? Root beer. There you go, uh, boy. 
That a boy. Sorry about the wordplay, guys. Um, <laughs> it's the right. root of our games, you know. Oh, God. I got nothing left, dude. I know you don't. Okay. There's the silent shoes. We're all taking me off. You want to play? No. Yeah, we suck at it. Oh, too. We can't What's play. that? Highway in California. Route 66. Route 66. <laughs> I'm done. I got nothing else. You got me. Huh. Um, so anyway, that's bare knuckle fighting. FC. We can wrap. We wrapped up the two main fights. Obviously, Lobob's going to fight Polly, and yeah, that'll be interesting. I'll watch it. I, I mean, I think Polly's going to destroy him technically, but if he gets caught, yeah. you know, I mean, we've seen Polly go down from Connor in sparring. I mean, fun fact. You know what other sport doesn't use gloves? Oh my God, we're going back to this WWE. Or oh F. whoa whoa whoa! Segway. Are you on a segway? Am I one of those machines that go back and forth? What yeah. Are they so go ahead and keep going. Segway, Mike. I get it. I know. So keep going. My God, uh, Brett the Hitman Hart. Got yeah. it. I didn't think we'd ever talk wrestling in this. Yeah. Um, I was a fan. You know, everybody was a fan. When of my Brett. bedtime was eight p.m. Yeah. But I guess people still love the sport, and uh, I guess he was doing some kind of ceremony or something. Yeah. In, in Hall the, of Fame. Uh, yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Good well, I don't know if it was that exact moment, but he just got inducted <laughs> in the Hall of Fame. I assume that was what it was. Well, he was like yeah, at some event talking, I guess, in the ring. Mm-hmm. And some fan with uh, one of those fake dreadlock uh, Rastafarian yeah. hats came in and tackled him. Him and his woman, his wife, or whoever that was next to him. And uh, Travis Brown beat the shit out of him. Yeah, he laid some punches down. I mean, obviously, because I was like, why was he there? But it was in wrestling, so it looked fake, kind of. Your first thoughts are, this is yeah. all fake. But then when you see that... Uh, Too much security came in. What was this guy... And, uh, Oh, uh, Dash Wilder. Dash Wilder. When you see him like smash him in the face at the end, then you're like, okay, that looked real. <laughs> this was this was a real situation that yeah, happened. I, again, I don't know who Dash Wilder <clears throat> is. He's a wrestler, I think. Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, thanks for clearing that. I don't up. think he was born Dash Wilder. Uh, Van Wilder. You ever seen that movie? Oh, stop. Okay, get back. So anyway, yeah. But, so uh, Travis Brown got in there and landed some punches and beat the shit of him. Then yeah. So uh, again, I've, we've seen the footage only what a handful of times, but from what we can tell, it looks kind of real. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I just, I never thought we'd talk wrestling in here, but I guess it's kind of fight related. Yeah. But you still don't attack a 70-year-old man while he's at a podium talking. He's old, and I can't <laughs> believe he's just now getting into the Hall of Fame. Like, this was one of the main wrestlers when I was a kid. Like, I had his action figure and stuff. Like, when I, I'm like almost 40, so. Well, I think most sports are different. Like, the main four, you got basketball, hockey, uh, football, and <coughs> shit. How am I? Oh, basketball. Basketball, football, hockey, baseball. I'm an baseball. idiot. Anyway, yeah. uh, you got to wait five years after your retirement to get into the Hall of Fame. Ah, so I don't know if with the the gestation period, if you will. Gotcha. So what about wrestling in uh, Russia? When you were coming up, was wrestling big? Was American wrestling, mm-hmm. or did they have like like no. Russian wrestling? I remember like six years ago or something. I was on TV show and they was talking about wrestling, and I was like, a, they didn't understand difference between MMA and wrestling that time and I was so like upset and so like emotionally tried to say that it's not the same it's just acting it's not real and all this stuff and I was so like I don't didn't like it we didn't watch it then I was a kid or something like that it's absolutely we don't have it in Russia mm-hmm. but after Ronda Rosie get in I started I start to respect it because it's it's interesting. It's for sure it's not same as MMA and it's not close to MMA. But they working so hard for do it, yeah. and all of these tricks what they do it's it's not easy. You can't just jump there and did it. They train 
like a real athletes so i'm well, they really are, changed my really opinion about all of this sport completely yeah. from that time i want to say would you think it'd almost be tougher to act the entire time while you're fighting not break character not yeah. laugh not i was you know i mean i don't know i've never i was just about to bring that up because because they have to act live it's not like they get takes like actors you know where you right. mess up and you do it again they have to be live and carry that character and make it believable the entire time while they're straining and working out and it's very athletic like everyone that i know that's done wrestling is like i think it'd be tough crazy athletic i mean you're picking <clears throat> guys up and throwing them for you know 15 20 minutes well, i think just doing those interviews like randy macho man savage after the wrestling match too when you're exhausted well, well i'm talking even before they're like oh yeah brother. you know they're, and they never break they're never like you know like i would snicker i couldn't just talk like this whole time you know like all that shit that was pretty good that was right good there, dude it? oh yeah snap into a slim, snap into a slim. but um I well, I think we should, well, I hope we cut that out, but, but yeah, that's, uh, I mean, like I said, it can't be easy. And Ronda Rousey, I've never seen her break character. Obviously she's new to it. Yeah, she's Not like the I've biggest star, lot, I think. Her and Lesnar. Yeah. Ex-UFC. It's crazy, man. So, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting to see one of our childhood memory friends, not friends, but you know, that we would remember when we were kids, you know, get tackled by some douchebag fan, but he got, you know. But it's so weird. Why are you jumping there and do like left and just drop it why you do it if you want to hurt this like uh, he probably just wanted five minutes of fame took an ass whooping for it he too. got an ass whooping for that yeah so who was your favorite wrestler growing up like who was the main uh honestly <laughs> i have no idea why but and i'm not as white trash as you think when i was growing up uh hacksaw jim Duggan. Oh, okay. you remember that yeah i think i cried whenever i can't remember who it was but actually took a lighter and burnt his eye and actually did it in real life by accident. He was supposed to just fake burn his eye, but it really did, and he lost vision or something. Oh, so he's wow. all cross-eyed and shit carrying that two-by-four. <laughs> uh, other than that, I, I don't know. For some reason, I like Jake the Snake. Well, who didn't? Yeah, yeah he was that, cool. Who was the one that kissed chicks every time? We'd go it, may, it may have been him. I can't remember, but he had that snake in Mr. the back. Mr. Perfect or something? Oh, maybe, yeah, Mr. Perfect. <laughs> Coco Beware. Oh. Is that the guy that had the parrot on his shoulder? And then the manager. Uh, the crazy Bobby the Brain Heaton. I think he just died like last six months. That's crazy, man. Iron Sheik, Iranian. Yeah. God, who obviously uh, Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. Hogan's been there since the beginning. He's still doing it. I think. I think he's still wrestling. <laughs> I think he's still. Oh, I mean, I'd, he's got the same hair that he's yeah. always had. He was so flamboyant, though. He always had like bright colors and like oh, yeah. feathers and like he's a fifty-year-old so, man that so dresses like a Hooters waitress still. Yeah, you know, I mean it's <laughs> it's he uh, pulled it off. Yeah, it's difficult man, to watch. You know, you're like, yeah, he's a tough guy, and then but then he puts his clothes on. You're like, it's like Queen walking out. <laughs> then he rips them off. Yeah, and then I always just ripping it off. Putting you know, obviously on. when you're a kid, I know you tried it. Everybody yeah, tried it when they were hard, a kid. Man. It's a lot harder when you're seven. My mom bought good yeah. quality clothes. I was trying to rip oh, my shirt off. Mine were like my dad's old ones, hand me down. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you want to make fun of that? No. We had to share it with my twin brother. Stop. Walked to school six miles in the snow, and it didn't even snow in Houston. Okay. Tough job. So it must have been other white powder that you walked through? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't in Columbia. Oh, okay. Or John's Jones floorboard. Hey, oh. Ooh, nice one. That's cocaine on the floor. Nice one. So let's get into UFC 236 coming up. Uh, we'll break down... I guess the two big fights, Holloway versus Poirier, and then Gassman versus uh, Stylebender. So what's your take on that? Both of them, second round knockouts. First one, Stylebender, second one, Holloway. 
that what you think? I think both. That's pretty round. direct. Any, yeah. Anything else? That, like back up the reasoning? I just, until you can't, you know, it's like Khabib. And I mean, I don't know. Or, uh, the only three I can think of that are completely undefeated. Uh, and um, the guy that just signed, I can, why, why am I missing his name up? Just Who? fought, uh, um, just fought Lawler. Why am I? Ben Askren. Oh, Jeez, Askren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the three that are still undefeated in yeah. MMA. And I, why would you ever pick against them and, yeah. until they lose one? You know, and then Holloway, like I, the dudes, obviously beat some of the best. I know you know the, well, the the people pretty well, but who he's beat. But so I mean, it's hard to it's hard to pick against those two guys. Holloway just gets it done, so it's hard to pick against a guy like that, right? Yeah. I mean, he's on like a thirteen fight win streak, I think, or something like that, and he's got you know two wins over Aldo. Yeah, I mean, he's beat everyone. I mean, I could go, the list goes on. He, he's beat literally everyone, and uh, it's it's hard to go against him. Yeah. It really is. And uh, Poirier is a tough guy. I like him. He's a good fighter. Um, he's got to win over Gaethje. And, yeah. uh, you know, he's got some big wins as well. Both of them beat Pettis, I think. Pettis, yeah. Um, but I just... Well, they hard. also it's, both it's lost to who? Conor McGregor. Oh, but uh, I, I just, it's hard to go against Holloway, man, because he just... What about... Well, yeah, what, so I'm sorry. Are you no, no, I just, I'm, I'm picking Holloway on that one. What about the Gaslam stuff? In well, you, let's oh, I don't know opinion. if you were doing all the picks. Do, do you have a pick <laughs> on that one? What do you think? I agree with you guys. I just, mm, I think it's not going to be all this, all the time. So it's going to be end before, I think so. Yeah, they're not and going to And it's a reason to watch it because then you know that it's going to end any moment. It's make it interesting, you know. And when you have someone with that many wins in a row, and, and this is another point I want to bring up about Stylebender, who's undefeated and he's my pick against Gasselman. Um, but when you have these guys, I'll, I'll just talk about Stalbiner, who's undefeated, and I think he's 16-0. Um, we used to say at AK that he doesn't know how to lose, right? And what that mm -hmm. means is, like, Gasselman's lost a few times. Um, when you lose, you learn how to lose, if that makes sense. So what that, what that means is, like, when you lose, you pick yourself up, you come back, you realize that loss wasn't so bad. You can forget about it. It's not the end of the world. But for guys who have, they haven't lost yet, they still see it as the end of the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have that fire inside. Like, they don't want to lose. It's like, they, it's like death to them. You know what I mean? So the, the more people lose, it just seems like the more they continue to lose because it's like, okay, I'll get back up and fight again. It's not a big deal. And guys like Stylebender, who's undefeated, they have that fire, and, and he obviously doesn't want to lose because how many times does Stylebender go out when he was sick, when he was injured, when he was hurt, when he was stressed out, he had problems with his family? Um, all these issues have happened to me and many other fighters in our careers, and he's managed to deal with all those situations. He didn't have a perfect run at 16, oh, showed up healthy every time, perfectly good conscience, went out there and fought and won. So this is a guy who's dealt with those situations and still found a way to win every single time. So again, you know, when you got guys on, on win streaks like that, like, like Holloway 13 and, and Stylebender with 16 and never lost, that's that's huge, man. That's, that's called that momentum, and I think that mm -hmm. carries on too. On top of the fact, I didn't even consider that when I picked Holloway. That's just one more reason why I think he's going to have that advantage. I'm, I'm pretty sure Vegas will see it our way too. Be Vegas has Holloway all the way across and uh, Stylebender. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. It's going to be entertaining. Two good so fights. I got, so again, go, going, breaking down that fight, I got Stylebender. I think he's going to outstrike Gausselman and uh, get the knockout. Um, he did really good against Anderson Silva. Now, I know that uh, Gasman's fought the bigger name opponents, whether he's won or lost. He's went kind of back and forth um, with a couple of them, but I think he lost to Weidman, and uh, he beat Bisping. But then he fought Souza in his last fight, and that was a split decision. I'm, I'm pretty confident Souza won that fight. 
So he's kind of like teetering back and forth, yeah. where Style Bender still on this momentum of 16 fights, meteoric, and a huge victory over Anderson Silva, arguably one of the greatest uh, oh, MMA sure. fighters of all time, who also was in that same predicament at one point in his career when he was in the UFC. He had so many wins. He had that momentum. And I remember thinking about Anderson, like, damn, don't you have a bad day? Like, how do you win every single time? And he's fighting top guys. I'm title defenses every single time. So now it's Stylebender in that position. And I think he's going to do good. And, and I think he's going to knock out Gasselman. And he's, he's going to be the future, I think. He, he might be what we talked about in the last podcast, that next big star yeah. that we were looking for. Good call. If Connor fades out. So we'll win over this. I mean, definitely will. Yeah. So, you, so we're same, same, and then... What's yeah. your full opinion or breakdown? That's just, both, like I said, both second round knockouts. I mean, it's he's gonna outstrike. I think they're both gonna outstrike their opponent. Here. Yeah. I mean, obviously Holloway and Stellbender. So I seen both second round. Put a protein shake on it. <laughs> All right. I don't know where to buy one, but just tell me, and I'll get you one if I'm AK wrong. AK Thailand. Oh. Yeah. Is that one of our sponsors? I guess yeah. we'll talk about that later, huh? So it's commercial your, time what's your right pick? now. <laughs> no, <okay>. Soon. <laughs> it's have to be like your commercial. It will be a nice moment. So what's your pick, Anastasia? For yeah, I agree. Style I agree. I really don't real all the time. Then I start to be not agree with you about predictions. I always lost. So I will just I agree. Probably you're right <laughs> because all the time after I like I'm oh, okay. I should be listening. I mean, no, I think I, I said can that. go either way. Of course, I usually say time. that to you. I should have listened. Yeah, yeah, you should have listened. That's the normal response to a woman. <laughs> yeah, I should have listened. So uh, so we got that. And then uh, what else you got, Marky Mark? I was going to say it's uh, for those who've never been to Thailand or that are coming somehow because that fight's on uh, April well 14th for us, mm-hmm. right? So April Next 13th Saturday. is well Sunday for us. but Oh, for us, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But so Saturday. April 13th. Yeah. And it's uh, Songkran, which... Let me explain what Songkran is in Thailand because it's very unique. Um, Songkran is a holiday where the entire country gets into a water war. So... You get water guns, gigantic water guns. People put tubs, like uh, huge barrels of water in the back of their truck, and they're just scooping it out, shooting it on people. It's not always water. It's not. I was fixing to say, it's not always water, so you got to be careful. Uh, When you get down to Patong, the red light district, and that's where the biggest war happens at nighttime on Saturday. Um, It's pretty dirty, man. They're just putting water out of the street back in their guns, and then... uh, It's the best day of the year, so you you really will enjoy yourself. Like I said, the whole country shuts down and shoots each other with water guns. I mean, what what about that? Don't you like? You know? Yeah, exactly. So we'll do we'll definitely do a, uh, a Songkran video this year. It's gonna be really good, I think, and uh, we'll let everyone watch. Maybe a live feed, some of it. So the point is, it's it's a uh, the entire country goes into a water war on Songkran, and it lasts for, I think, it lasts a night before, and then the next day here. So two days, kind of a day and a half, and then other parts of Thailand, it lasts for like it's up to, they, four or five days. It's up to five days now. It was three, then they this year they changed it to five. Yeah, and that's just too much. That's like being in Vegas for. A week it's just too long yeah right? it's crazy but the whole country goes into a water war and uh yeah it, nothing's safe so it, you have tourists coming in they have no idea what's going on yeah. and we just me and mark just go by and just drive by and shoot people out of the window and then roll the window back up they'd still get in though yeah, they'd, they'd still. still make it in sometimes but uh yeah so you just go around shooting people you can shoot p- cops police the, the security guards i don't if you go outside everybody's a target and that's in the entire country so what country does the entire place go into a, a water insane. fight that's crazy right i mean it's literally like kind of anarchy with just water you know I mean, yeah uh, like, there's no rules it's like I the mean. purge but with water oh yeah nice it's kind of like that wasn't jj sorry in, in purge, the purge too yeah. or something? <laughs> yeah. shout out to our old uh, our alum 
our buddy JJ. So yeah, a lot of people's coming in for Sonic so We're packed right now at AK Time. Yeah. We got a lot of people coming in. Two point three part. million tourists are expected for this year. So. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a good time, man. And we always do videos, so we're gonna do it. We're gonna make a good one. So stay tuned to the next one. So if you're watching this, we'll put we'll put a link in uh, the future podcast of the one we make this year. It's gonna be pretty outstanding, I think. Yeah. We'll drive around and get some good. Uh, we'll outdo ourselves from the previous years. We always do. Yeah. So yeah, it's crazy, but uh, Thailand's a fun place, and that's just one more reason. You know, they got an entire country mm -hmm. to to take part in a a child's game, you know, water war, but everyone does it. It's crazy. All right, so in other news, if it's news, uh, Prince Harry, you probably don't know this, but I found this on TMZ. Prince Harry wants to block Fortnite, the video game that everyone's like crazy about, and Logan Paul, this YouTube. Uh, personality agrees with it and says he was addicted to world of warcraft and it ruined his life for a small period of time my question to you is wow. do, you, do you think because when we grew up we didn't have we had nintendo at one point but before that we just went outside and played and, and yeah we're children we're children yeah so what do you think about uh if we got rid of video games <clears throat> or or did some kind of suspension or do you think video games is killing the youth i guess uh, it is kind of weird like me personally i never really got into them i mean i you know, fighting games, maybe some sports games. Madden before there was 62 buttons on a controller. But, um, man, I just I couldn't wait to get home and go play football or go play basketball in the street, you know. Yeah. And, like, now, you know, when I was home recently, I drove just around the neighborhood and stuff, and basketball courts are empty. The lots are empty. Yeah. It's like, I, I guess everybody just stays inside on their phone, and which is one or So it's I, not good then. Yeah, what, what's pro sports going to look like in – 10 years well there's definitely people still it. doing sports and yeah, stuff but yeah not, not in houston it looked like i mean shit i mean another thing though it's becoming a very techie world though but you know social media and computers and the the advances in technology are so much faster now uh the progression than it was before because like you take uh from now until the next 10 years you know we're going to advance be 10 times faster than we video did games and shit. the last 10 years it's like every year it just becomes faster and faster multiplies you know what i'm saying so it's kind of like it's preparing them i guess for that kind of a world where i think it's going to eventually get to vr and that's you know that's a scary part Some of it's here people are going to live their whole lives in their house and then just play characters online like sims just, and like I, I i don't know besides working at ak thailand i don't <laughs> know what i would do for 10 hours straight like in front of a or a computer like playing yeah. video games i mean I just I don't know how people it's do their it. life. You know, we know somebody that does that. Yeah. And the thing is, is like that they just I guess I don't enjoy life enough well, just that you, they have to get into a video lose, game and live uh, a fake life. You know, you where you're gain, a fake person. Yeah. You don't gain social skills. Yeah. You know, you don't get any real world experience. I mean, yeah, you can throw gold darts at. But we know people in Thailand that are dragons like, or like older, married, and like they still sit at home and play video games Rob, all the time. Roscoe Jenkins. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's it's take it takes over everybody, but it's like Leroy Jenkins. Yeah, Leroy Jenkins. My bad. Sorry, Roscoe Jenkins. Different <laughs> guy. Probably one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it just it, you heard of this thing. I don't know if it's still around. A long time ago, I read about it called Second Life. I think it was called Second Life. It's and dead. it's an online – is it dead? Oh, I, I don't know. Oh, I don't I know. It was an online platform, and it was like a world online. And you can actually buy houses and – Like with real cash, right? Yeah, like, and stores and, like, make clothes for other people's, like, uh, avatars. That seems like a pretty it. good idea. Yeah, but people were like engulfing their whole lives in this yeah, thing. Yeah, I was kidding. I think that's stupid as oh, fuck. Okay. If you're going to spend... I mean, <laughs> it's I, morning time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many thousands of dollars you have to spend to have a fake home on the internet. Yeah, because there's only so much like real estate next to the water and in the nice places. So it's like... And there's only one second. How much did you guess. spend on this? Nothing. I never signed up. <laughs> 
But I mean, you I have thought, a nice cottage I out think there. It was, yeah, I think it was a documentary. If you want to come over to my house one day, I have a mansion. <laughs> I can't ten wait. cars. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's weird, huh? It's kind of strange. It's kind of scary, I guess, because I grew up in Texas, so I grew up riding horses and picking stalls and like doing chores. And I think like, those days are kind of getting over. I huh? think I said on one of these before. Somebody gave me an Xbox 360 like five years ago. It's still unopened. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't even know where it is. Yeah, and it's like I just I, I can't believe people spend hundreds of hours a week playing that yeah. like are there people dying staying up too late and doing shit like that i'm sure it's happening i don't think it's fatal i don't know man if you're just surviving on cheetos and mountain dew for four days straight it's probably fatal yeah. for getting a girlfriend oh yeah yeah it's uh, i don't think it helps your sexual suicide for sure <laughs> sexual oh, is that what we're doing now we're sexual suicide? On that? i get you all right that's alliteration too michael it's a what alliteration okay i get it it's because the word sexual suicide ss Oh, explain it to everyone. I just did. Okay, thank you. I don't think I was having to explain very, it to everyone. We have a very confusing wordplay game uh, that you guys will pick up probably in the future. So, Anastasia, Sexual chocolate, everybody. What is your thoughts on video games? And did you play video games when you were growing up, or did you go outside and actually have a real life? Mm, I play a little bit, yeah. But never it was like a... I never was crazy about that. But then it's just start. I remember then I had my personal computer like at this big box and I did. I remember the Sims. Uh, they had Sims? Oh, yeah. well, you're like 28. That's why. <laughs> yeah. She was a kid like 12 years ago. Yeah, I keep forgetting. That's awesome though. So after school, yeah, sometimes I, I play something, but it's never was like a... It was between my training and between yeah, my see, school. So, so it's you're the same boat as us. We spoil my yeah. life. So you remember this uh, cartoon about this little robot, Wally? Wally? Yeah. And there I was... I remember it. I've never seen it. It's overweight people. They just uh, sit, not move, and like you see some some pictures, you know, and don't have real life. And That's... That's what video games does for yeah. you, it looks like. So speaking of, it was a show you're talking about. So speaking of cartoons. Are you going to do it? There was, d- there, was a, uh, there was another cartoon that I liked when I was growing up. And it, I think they had it in Russia, too. I think it, it was roughly translated. It was like Chippendales. I love watching Chippendales. <laughs> do it. You got to do but it. But d- didn't they have a version of it in Russia? Like, but the song was a little different, right? How, how did that go? It was like... Uh, how did, you how, how did it, it go? Okay, only if uh, you want to be my back vocal. Yeah. Be sure. what? Back vocal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you for understanding my English. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to Mother Russia. I had a lay over there for one hour once. <laughs> Seriously. Mike, you're with me. Mm-hmm. But let's uh, let's hear it. What, what is that theme song? How does it go? <laughs> I'll do it with you. Слишком часто беда стучится в двери, но я не помню. I don't remember, but... <laughs> chip, 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 That's the best part. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. From start. Chip, Hold up, hold up. Come on, sing along. Come on, come on. Do it, do it, do it. Come on. I don't know the song. Wow. I uh. So yeah, I I'm at a loss for words here. Had to bring that up because that's too funny. 
so yeah, Chippendales was. Uh, Y'all just made my Sunday. In two it. in two countries, apparently. I got serenaded. We really use this song. If somebody need help, like my best friend or something, it means oh, okay, you need help. It means I I go, I will help you. I know a show that you would like in Vegas. Chippendales. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking it's, uh, about. It's like the 1990s Thunder Down Under. He <laughs> she doesn't know that either. Yeah, it's not it's help. okay. It's <laughs> it's a play about friendship. Yeah, it's just a yeah. bunch of guys. That are bunch friends. of dudes. Yeah, a bunch of guys night out. Yeah, it's, it's cool. They all trade clothing. It's again you use this thing that I don't know it's, and it's make fun of yeah. me. Okay, thank you. No, no, no we're not making fun of you. We're making fun of what it's a bunch of naked dudes. Oh. So Mike's only been twice, right? Yeah, three times. Yeah, mm. yeah. I got fired from there. Yeah, I was overqualified. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So anyway, and then going from Ch- 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 Chip and Dells to a different note, uh, I want to say one thing. So it was good to note that you know what Nipsey Hustle. Yeah. I mean the the situation where he got uh, tragically killed in uh, front of Marathon is that his business? Yeah, Marathon. Yeah. So he he was uh, very respected as an entrepreneur. So he came up and uh, was doing big things in business. Um, actually, hung out with Gary V had a big relationship with Gary V is a, is a big mentor and entrepreneur himself. Um, and yeah, so he, he, I guess they're trying to find out who did it. I think they know now, but apparently somebody went up to him and tried to talk to him and he brushed him off or something. And he got disrespected, came back and shot him because he was disrespected in front and of his daughter. right? I think so. And, and this is a guy who had no beef. So they're comparing him to Tupac in the way that he was big, um, from California, unlike these guys, uh, like Tupac and Biggie and stuff. He mm-hmm. actually came up from California, um, and he was a very big role model for coming up, being successful, and he had no beefs with anyone, apparently. Like, he, he wasn't beef. beefing with anybody, as the kids call it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he has uh, funeral services. is going to be in Staples Center. tells you how how big this guy was and how much you know, how many people loved him. But uh, the point was they did a uh, a peace rally, like a peace march it's all the gangs in la so that's a huge thing man yeah i mean you never know what's going to happen when things happen um you get all those groups together yeah when, when gangs are uh, you know in the mix and then you know things happen but they did the, the the right thing and was positive and uh they did a peace march and and did a truce and all came to marathon i guess nice. and paid respect so that was kind of cool Hopefully that lasts. ended on a, on a good note yeah. giving respect to nipsey hustle again you know a lot of people looked up to him that weren't in gangs or from LA or uh, maybe lived a street life just because of, you know, you're inspired by many different types of people. And, um, you know, someone who came up like he did, that's a, it's a good story. It's a tough thing to do and, and become legit and um, be an entrepreneur and, and successful and, and just so the, growing. There, there by was the that day. guy that uh, went on Facebook live and said, he's the one that shot him. That's yeah. not really him, right? Uh-uh. I don't so think why so. would you even say dumb shit like that? You know? If you go to TMZ.com, when they first reported it, there was a guy that went on, uh, Man, what's Cinco or some some guy from Instagram? I can't something Cinco, and uh, he was doing a, a Facebook live feed, and some guy jumped in, and it was a guy that everybody knew, like from that area, I guess where Nipsey was, and he jumped on and claimed that he killed him in front of his daughter, and he was laughing about it, and like this was moments after, and I don't think it, it was him, obviously it was someone else, but like man, what a horrible thing to do! I mean, this guy's yeah. probably gonna have shot, yeah, for, for no what? Reason. Yeah, he's, yeah, it's crazy for eleven followers on Instagram. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. man. Crazy yeah. how the world works, huh? That's that uh, video game age yeah. children, you know? Probably 22 years old. Whatever. 
but so anyway leave on a good note that i mean it's a sad note that nipsey died i mean it's been it was tragic but at least something positive came out of what happened and, and as far as you know a peace uh, march and and people being positive about it and trying to be inspired and and you know take some good from the situation instead of just um you know harping on the tragedy yeah so that was positive the part of it um and then i guess we'll get to our sponsors so our first one is June U with Starfish Concept, big sponsor of the gym, big sponsor of the podcast. Um, she has a new book out, yeah, which you said was spectacular. No. You, you, you've I read the whole thing already? I did, uh, from back to front. It was absolutely outstanding. <laughs> I took Mandarin in, I didn't in college. So you can tell me what it says. Basically, it's... Uh, well, I don't want to ruin it for you. you got to read it oh, yourself. Okay. But right. it's, it's pretty outstanding. Nice. And uh, so, yeah, that book's available. You can obviously find her on uh, Starfish Concept on Instagram. And then also, AK Thailand. Any updates on uh, the place you live at? Yeah, just uh, getting busier. Next week's going to be insane. All the people coming for yeah. Songkran. Good timing on these people, like I said. They're all signed up for about a month, hang out, and do that festival for a day and a half. Then you got 24 straight weeks of uh, training. So, yeah. A bunch of old, uh, not old, I don't say old, but uh, returning guests. Yeah. Most of them. So. It's going to be a good time next week. And we got accommodations coming. Coming June or July. We're yeah. probably leaning toward Probably July, July. just to be yeah. safe. But uh, we have 24 rooms available, and that's on site. So yeah. uh, any of you guys that are wanting to book and come to AK Thailand in the July time frame and on, info at aktailand.com. You'll get lucky enough, hopefully, to talk to Mark here, and he can get you more information and maybe book you out in one of those rooms where you live right there at AK Thailand. Yeah. Get your training done, eat, cafe, Go home, relax. And it's a Bali-style accommodation, so it's a beautiful view. I mean, it's just like lush, tropical jungle outside your window. you got a big bathtub on the balcony. Mm-hmm. It's, it's I cool. measured it. It's 47 steps from their property line to our front door. Did you finally do that? 47 steps. Hmm. Now, I'm 6'5", so maybe 52 for the <laughs> normal human being. But, I, uh, yeah, so they're close and good view. You, yeah. remember, you remember the view. It's on your Instagram. Or yeah, yeah, for way. sure. So anyway, uh, for those of you that don't know about AK Thailand, uh, here is a commercial for you. Let's go and do our fist bumps with no explosions. Yeah, the boy. Good to have you on, Anastasia. Yeah, Anastasia, you, you got to do the fist bump. Oh. Mm. All right, there you go. So wrapping up the show, episode number 43, and here's the commercial. What's up, everybody? I am here in Thailand. This is the first time I've ever been here. Been dying to come here for years. The great Mike Swick. He's one of the big reasons he's been trying to pull me down here. What he built down here, AKA Thailand, is incredible. There's people here from all over the world. You can train mixed martial arts here, jujitsu. They have weightlifting, they have cardio, and obviously they have Muay Thai, boxing, everything. telling you guys I know everybody wants to go to Thailand because Thailand's so cool but you can't come to Thailand without coming to aka Thailand come on <laughs>